Welcome to a new episode of the Soccer and Fitness Show. I'm your creator and host of the podcast, Sean Spencer. Today is episode 29. We're going to be discussing uh, some comments that Pep Guardiola said after the Champions League game midweek, Manchester City versus PSG, regarding attack and defence. And in a nutshell, he was basically saying how um, when you're discussing attack or defence, you can't really um, break either up into their own into their own thing. They they sort of they're in sync with each other. So if you're talking about attack, then defence naturally is linked with that, and vice versa. But we'll we'll go into that in a in a little bit. Uh, but first, like always, we're here in Houston. Texas, it is Saturday evening. It's been a, a bit of a wet day, but super, super humid. Um, and and the temperature's certainly been up there today. Uh, and as per normal, because we're back on the evening episode, unlike um, the past couple of Mondays where it's been the morning, uh, traditional beer, which is normally the case, but today it's randomly a Bud Light seltzer pineapple flavor now somebody brought these into the gym that i that i work at and um who works at the at the brewery so yeah they're basically free samples so this is a, a light simple pineapple seltzer drink so please do not judge me um yeah but it tastes quite nice to be to be honest so, uh, so this this clip, this clip, getting back to uh, Pep Guardiola, came to me via a tweet. It actually popped up a few times on my timeline. But uh, Stuart, Stuart, uh, an old old friend who was was actually my boss back in two thousand six, the first time I came out to to America working when I was over with uh, Real Salt Lake and Colorado Rapids. He he's now working as head coach at Dartmouth on the on the East Coast, uh, head soccer coach. So he's doing well. But he um, he retweeted this, and we got in a little bit of a, a, a sort of a conversation about it, and a few other people chipped in as well. And it, it is certainly an interesting topic, um, interesting topic to me, and something that I've I've sort of spoke about this so many times to so many so many people but um it it can be quite difficult but we'll go into that so sit back relax and we'll we'll start very very shortly So I, I've got the audio here. It is forty-seven seconds long. The start bit is is not exactly on this subject, but then it it, it goes into it. So I think in terms of um, keeping things in context, I think just keeping the full forty-seven seconds of of what he's saying is is important. This was taken midweek again, uh, the Man City and PSG Champions League game. Um, yeah, and I'm just going to play it. And then we will discuss. So the audio, this is on my phone. So the audio might not be like super great, but I think um, I think it should be good enough. So here we go. This is Pep Guardiola after the PSG game. 
I understand the place. So sometimes I feel not comfortable. They were good and I understand. But we were relaxed in the half time. We spoke about who we are and we adjust something, <laughs> little stupid things. Not important because it depends on the personality of the players and we're more aggressive without the ball, especially. We were again the ball high, 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 like it happened against Spurs in the Carabao uh, final. And with the ball, when that's happened, is a consequence. That's why attack and defense is the same thing. You defend well, you attack better. And when you attack better, you are more aggressive without the ball. You cannot split, you cannot, you know, talk about you know the two things not in the same time so and, and that's why that's why we did and so there it is and and somebody actually alex clapham on um on twitter um actually put the the quote into text so i'll just read that just in case you didn't hear it clearly um attack and defense is the same thing you defend well you attack better when you attack better, you are more aggressive without the ball. You cannot split them. You cannot talk about those two things, not in the same time. So what I find what I find interesting about this subject is obviously I, I've worked in certainly in America for, for quite a while now. And there's a, a strong emphasis on, on curriculum in, in youth sport all the way up to, to sort of adults. And, and that certainly needs to be, needs to be there. My, my issue with curriculums, though, a coaching curriculum, is, is that it's often broke down into, into segments and it'll be attack and it'll be defence. My argument has always been that, again, it's it's the same thing. You can't do one without the other. Um, so, for instance, if if you wanted to do more of an attack-focused session, then there should be a lot of defending within that to get your topic of attacking out. You're just going to use your coaching points and, and focus more on the attacking elements and, and less on, on the defensive elements. However, um, that's often not the case. And I think a big part of it is is this mentality of, um, like with the American football and with basketball and, and these types of sports, it's, it's very much orientated around like plays. So there'll be a certain play that the, the team needs to learn. And uh, this mentality is certainly sort of carried over into soccer in in my in my experience, and a similar issue sort of happens in in England, but slightly different, less of the sort of the play scenario, and um, more of um, just separating the two topics, attack and defence. Now, the first time. I, I came across this was, I think it was 2009, 2009, 2010. It was around that time. Um, I, I was fortunate enough to see, to see Barcelona um, train. And I've seen, I've seen them a few times training um, since under um, Luis Enrique, Pep Guardiola and uh, Tito Villanova. And also, also, the Barcelona B coach at the time—I can't remember his, his his name now. 
But basically, Barcelona's philosophy at the time, and bear in mind Pep Guardiola has has sort of come through this this philosophy, um, was the reason why they do this like ticker tacker style soccer where they, they, they keep possession um, and the players are close to each other and it, and it looks like a rondo. Part of the reason why they do that is the players are closer together. So when they lose the ball, they've got more players around the ball. So it makes, it makes perfect sense really. And when they do lose the ball, um, not only do they have players closer to it, the, they also have the the attitude to be on the front foot and to and to close down the ball quickly, and that's where the the, the pressing has become popular. Um, certainly in the past three, four, five years, with with teams outside of Barcelona, um, and obviously Pep Guardiola made made it even more popular when he went to Bayern Munich, and then again going to the to the Premier League. A lot of teams sort of try to to emulate this uh, boss uh, Bielsa at, at Leeds has done a similar similar philosophy but also very different it's hard to explain and again I keep talking about it I'm going to do um, a separate podcast on on Bielsa soon but going back to to Pep Guardiola and and the attack so if you imagine you've got your 11 players and and you're attacking and you're like a, a positional possession based team meaning that you want to have the ball more than not have the ball um and you've got the players sort of positioned how you want very similar to to basketball in in a way where um the team will bring the ball out to say the halfway line and and from the and and again Pep Guardiola said this, um, and I, I went to see him over in uh, by Munich back in 2014. He he said, and he, he was quoted as saying that um, his job as a coach was to get the team with the ball to the final third and have as much of that controlled as possible. Then, as soon as they're in the final third, then the players have the sort of the freedom to do what they're they're good at and and sort of use their creativity and and flair to sort of unlock teams' defenses. But he he was adamant that his responsibility was to position each one of them players in the most effective possible position. Now, if you imagine. Um, Bayern Munich, Man City or, or Barcelona, Barcelona bringing the ball out and they get to the halfway line, say the centre-back has has the ball on the halfway line and then you're able then to control every single player ahead of the ball um, and again to keep players close and connected then if you do make a misplaced pass or or, or lose the ball then you're going to have three or four players around the ball that can quickly win it back, and that's that's what he means by by that comment. Now the problem is going moving away from from sort of Guardiola for for a minute. 
that's not often the, the case when um, we're talking about coaching in whether it's the MLS or whether it's youth soccer. It, it doesn't really matter. It's the sort of the same thing, really. Um, you have um, a coach who, who wants to put an attacking session on. And what oftentimes what will happen is they will then go, right, we're going to work on crossing, crossing the ball. And they'll, they'll put a drill on um, where, say, the midfielder, the midfielder might pass the ball into the winger and then the winger crosses it into the strikers and the strikers have to try and score. Something like that or a variation of, of that. And the, the drill will break down as the attack breaks down. So, for instance, if the if the midfielder playing it into the wide player makes a miss pass, um, the drill will restart. If the ball goes into the winger and the winger over hits the cross, the drill will restart. If the ball goes from the from the winger into into the striker and the striker either scores or or, or misses or whatever it is, the, again the the drill will restart. So you can you can see from there that in in a game, if that happens, the opposition are gonna win the ball. Say so, so. Let's say using the same scenario. Let's say the midfielder tries to play it out to the winger and it gets intercepted. Now the opposition now have the ball, and what the team that you're coaching does to try and win the ball back or try to get organized is very, very important. So you can see from from just hopefully that scenario sort of makes sense to you. From, from that simple drill, you will need to... If you're concentrating on attacking, that that's fine. But you you still need to to understand and make the players understand about their defensive responsibilities if the drill breaks down. And again, that goes that goes vice versa. Um, and again, I, I've seen it a million million times. Coach will put um, a drill on working on defense. Um, let's say, for for instance, let's say the the coach is working on um, a defense playing a high line. Um, so the back four are in the final third, but they're a little bit higher, so halfway between the 18-yard box and the halfway line in the defensive half. And um, and basically, they're trying to keep a high line so, so players can't play in front of them and they're, they're looking to sort of play players offside. Whatever it is, it doesn't really matter. So same thing again. The ball, they might try and play the ball over the top, and let's say the centre back intercepts it and and wins with a header. Oftentimes, um, the drill will then break down from from there, and it will be seen as a success because the defence did did the job. Now, it's exactly the same thing. There needs to be a progression from there in terms of what do the defence, what do the goalkeeper, what does the midfield, the attack, what is the shape that happens when they do win possession in that position. And the same if it goes through to the goalkeeper, if it goes to a fullback or um again who whoever it is. So and it and it should be seamless. It should be seamless. It should be yes, you're concentrating on um like it might be your defense being compact or playing a little bit higher, 
that is your, your, your sort of your main focus, but you also want them to understand like this is why we're playing a high line because if we if we play a high line and we win it, then we're already in the attacking half, say. Or if um, if you're pressing, like this is this is why we're pressing because we win the ball back and we can attack from here. However, um, if it gets intercepted, this is how we transition into into defence. So. <clears throat> So again, it's it's sort of shifting that old school mindset from um, something being a hundred percent defense or a hundred percent attack, and and you see it you see it with the best coaches, you see it with the Bielsa's, the Guardiola's, um, Nangelsman. As soon as you're going to see it, sort of next year, he's going to go to. Um, by Munich, um, and it'll probably get a lot more sort of TV coverage, and, and people will become even more aware of him. Um, Thomas Tuchel now at, at Chelsea, people are starting starting to see that, and it's it's the it's the the next level of of coaching. Now, the issue for youth soccer is. It's a million million miles away from that because the people the people who are in charge of that don't don't understand it and and it's going to be difficult for that to be implemented down to the youth coaches until the people in power un- understand it um, and and as you can see it's it's still pretty much at that high high level the Bielsa's and and Guardiola's of the world, so it's going to be a long time coming before before that trickles down into the, to the youth game. But uh, I think there's no reason why it, it it can't. And I think once it does, then you're going to get a generation of of players that have a greater understanding of um, defensive responsibilities, certainly, and an attack. And I think. I think you'll see a massive, massive difference in in America because I think that's the the one thing, the biggest thing lacking is is the defensive side of of the game. Um, there's a lot of like Central South Americans players with loads of flair and all want to want to attack, but when it comes to defensive, it, it's a little bit sort of broken. But I think if you can go from um how like the Bielsa's who's sort of South American and Guardiola's heavily influenced by South American and Central American soccer. Um as soon as you you, you implement that like this is how we're gonna attack and then this is how we organize when we are attacking. So if we lose it we can we can sort of be aggressive and win the ball back. Um now Certain people might argue that that's sort of happened at, at San Jose um, with with Almeida, um, and I would say yes and no. I, I would say it's like um, the ideas are there, but it's not sophisticated in, in terms of the organisation of it. I think it's very sort of dangerous and. Um, 
he's got a way he, he can get away with a lot in in the MLS because um, a lot of times it's it's very much like a, a sort of coin flip soccer where you go I go type mentality. But I think I certainly think it can be it can be implemented. But we shall see. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna leave the episode at that. Um, have have a look at it. Have a sort of read about it. There's there's plenty of um, there's plenty of examples of that. Uh, the Pep Guardiola again. He's been a big proponent of this since certainly since 2009. That because that's the the first time I came across it. Um, and it, it it's crazy. It's crazy to me how like we're what are we eleven years, twelve years later, and and it's still not really been fully fully implemented. Um, but once it does, then I mean, the, there's a reason why the top coaches do it. Uh, but yeah, there you go. Right, that is the end of the episode. I hope I hope it were um, sort of piqued your interest a little bit and got got you thinking. That was the aim of it. Um, other than that, I'm going to go and enjoy the rest of my Saturday evening. Uh, if you would like to support the channel, uh, you can find me on Anchor and Anchor FM forward slash Sean Spencer, and there's a place where you can support on there. I'm on Instagram, Resolute Fitness Challenge, YouTube, Resolute Fitness, and yeah, um, if you can leave a review and all that good stuff, it just helps keep me producing content. If there's anything you would like me to um, discuss, then yeah, shoot me a message. Okay, I'll be back soon. Enjoy your weekend and yeah, keep healthy, keep safe.